Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, Mike. Good. Recovering after the long Father's Day weekend. Oh, yeah. And in my case, Father's Day and birthday weekend for, for Tiff. It's her birthday as well. So. Oh, that's true. I was like, he wasn't your birthday. No, no. My birthday's not for two more weeks. So. That's right. So, so okay. What, what, which? <laughs> that's I, it. That's all we had. Okay. Well, I'm just curious if there was more to it. Like, what would you guys end up doing? Oh, no. Day? Yes. Well, of course, we had, yeah, Father's Day came in, and Mike, I got to sleep in. Oh, nice. Seven o'clock. Look at that. I know. Feeling really good about it. And then, but uh, to be fair, to be fair, Tiff did also wake up for a little bit and give Ben his breakfast and feed the pets. Mm -hmm. So even though I had to wake up at seven, I didn't have to do my typical duties that I would do in the morning. So gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Feeling pretty good about that. Yeah. And then I got a hand painted bird feeder from Ben. Uh, with the inside of the bird feeder expertly painted. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> or sorry, sorry, not bird feeder, bird house. I should. Oh, okay, actually, that, bird, I, I, I kind of had a feeling that's what you were going for. Yeah, that, yeah. So, and then Tiff showed me the video, and he was much more focused on trying to paint inside the hole that's about the size <laughs> of a quarter because this is just a decorative one. It's not actually meant for birds mm-hmm. than he was the outside. But uh, it's the thought that counts. You of know? course, of course. And then. We had a sort of joint Father's Day dinner with my brother and my parents, or my brother's family and my parents, and our wives came up with the most dastardly Father's Day gift of all time, Mike. They were they were thinking in like four dimensions with this thing. Did they tie you to the train tracks and <laughs> leave you there? <laughs> yeah, and twist the mustaches? No, but it was close. It was close. So, Mike, let me let me throw this out to you first. Okay. So so you're thinking Father's Day. It's yes. a day about fathers. Mm-hmm. What would you what would you think would be a good gift for a father? You know, like what would you kind of be expecting? Would you be expecting like a tie? Would you be expecting like a you know dad's day in? Like what what's what's the kind of the your gut feeling on it? I don't know. I feel like usually, at least in the circles that I travel in, it's something techie. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, you know. Oh, like so you like you're like an actual gift, like an yeah, actual, yeah, yeah, like a gift of like because I mean, I got my dad because my dad is, I'm not quite there yet in my dadliness, but my dad mm-hmm. is at the point where it's like, I need screwdrivers, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. You know, he, his gift needs to be something functional. Versus, like, I'll never forget the year that my dad asked for a fire extinguisher for Father's Day. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like I'm not that far off from uh, from Mr. Laidman. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Anyway, okay, so in, in my opinion, I would have thought, you know, like a, a da- Father's Day thing is, you know, you kind of get a little break, you know, you can kind of putter around outside or, or do whatever. Right. But what our wives came up with, Mike, was was very clever. They planned a mini golf trip with grandpa, my brother and I, and our two boys. Oh. Wes excluded. So Henry and Ben. They didn't think he could hit the old back nine? No, he's a little a little small. I don't think he could have stayed up for the whole 18 holes. Uh, fair, fair. <laughs> but anyway, and then so they would stay at home while we would bring the kids to mini golf. And in my head, I'm like, Mike, this sure seems like they just planned themselves a little afternoon vacation. Yeah, kind of. Because they, they kind of unloaded the kids on you, did they not? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I think. It's really like they're thinking in 4D here, right? And so anyway, Mike, let me tell you about this this mini golf thing. So we went to Rock Chapel. Do you, are you familiar with Rock Chapel mini golf at all? No, I've never been. No. Okay, so typically when you think mini golf, you think like the windmill and the volcano, like you know, kind of like the over the top kitty mini golf. What Rock Chapel is, it's like a I will say like an adult mini golf. So it's like a scaled down actual golf course. So you still use your putter and stuff, but there's like water hazards and sand traps and stuff. It, it looks like a, like an actual golf hole, except it's, you know, 20 yards long rather than 300 yards long. Right. 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 That's, that's what it is. So I kind of looked at it. It's like, well, I hope this kind of keeps the boys' attention. And, you know, Mike, the first hole, we went up and they kind of, they both played it and they played it like it was hockey. So they hit the ball and they, they chased the ball and hit it again until they get it in the hole. And that was fine. 
you know, I didn't expect them to take like one turn at a time and that kind of thing. So then, you know, my brother and I, my my dad, we all shoot and they helpfully go and run and grab our balls and bring it back to us at the tee box. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll get it for you, daddy. You can try again. And it's like, well, no, boys, that's not how it works. And then mm-hmm. we moved on to the second hole and it was kind of more of the same, you know. They hockey it up there and then we shoot ours and we desperately try to tell them not to pick up our balls because that's our ball and they have their ball and everything. And around the third hole, uh, Ben especially decided, well, he was going to start being an obstacle now. (laughs) So he was going to stand in the middle of the, you know, I'll kind of call it the fairway. Mm -hmm. He's going to stand in the middle of the fairway and he's going to have his legs wide open and we all have to shoot through his legs. And then Henry got on board with this and he made like a bridge. So he got down on his hands and feet and kind of like arched his back and, and bridged up and everything like that. So, you know, all of a sudden it became more authentic mini golf. Yeah. You, you had the, you had the clowns sitting there. So Basically. Shoot yeah. And clowns is a great description too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, Mike, they were done. Ben threw his golf club over the chain link fence and his ball <laughs> through the fence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Henry, you know, he didn't want to play anymore. He just kind of wanted to, you know, walk for a little bit. And then Ben got a little bit more bored and he started running around and, you know, we did kind of everything we could to try to keep their attention. Like, Oh, let's stay on the path because there's a nice little path between each hole and everything like that. But Mike, let me tell you, it just kind of got worse from there. <laughs> he was <laughs> trying to corral these monsters the whole way. I think we ended up getting 13 holes of the 18 before we all decided, you know what, listen, it's going to be better for everybody if we just call it a day here. But no kidding. It was certainly the thought that counts. I, I definitely think if we try again, like do this again next year or something, I think they would just have that level of maturity a little bit more that they'd like it. But the good thing is, Mike, the girls made up for it by making excellent pulled pork. And so it was it was very good. The dinner was excellent. But uh, I just wanted to share the, the adventures and their genius plan <laughs> of saddling us with the kids on a maybe not age ready, ready event. But it was still fun mm-hmm. in retrospect at the time. A little bit stressful, but it's still fun in retrospect. I, I can I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. The thought that counts, right? It's the thought that counts. Yeah. Well, what did you do for Tiff's birthday? Did you saddle her with watching the children while you went and did something fun? No, but but let me tell you, Mike, Derek and I are going to think real hard about Mother's Day next year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a weekend trip, you know, with just the girls and then the boys, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Somewhere far away that they can't come back. But uh, anyway, yeah, no, for Tiff's birthday, we didn't do much, obviously. You know, I kind of hemmed and hawed. It's like, well, maybe we could get a hotel or something, but... The problem is, is with Wes, he's, I guess, eight weeks old as of today. So no one is going to take him overnight. And, you know, you can't really go too many places because, you know, he's got a nap so much and so on and so forth. So we ended up just kind of doing a, a day at home. Ben and I cleaned up the whole house and, you know, let Tiff have a long sleep in the morning and go shopping in the afternoon. So, you know, gave her kind of the day to herself. I get that she was doing some stuff for the house and everything like that, but. A child-free day for the most part. And then we got an ice cream cake with Ben's face on it. So that was really the piece de resistance, right? Yeah, no kidding. That's funny. (laughs) But it was good. What about you, Mike? Did you uh, do anything for Father's Day? Sort of. I mean, we did do stuff. It was funny because somebody made the comment. I'll I'll fill you in. But just to kind of give you a, a bit of a teaser. Okay. Someone said to Laura, you dragged him out here on Father's Day? (laughs) <laughs> nice. nice so so that was something that was said but we'll get to that it's it's not as bad as it sounds yeah but for father's day i slept in till quarter to six quarter, quarter to, to six, six. Nice. yeah nice because uh something that's happened with the, with the house is that we don't have curtains put up yet so william wakes with the sun and that means we all wake with the sun. So, <laughs> so you, haven't, you haven't done the garbage bags on the windows yet? No, no. So 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 on Father's Day, we actually ran out to Bed Bath and Beyond and we bought some blackout curtains. So nice. uh, Monday morning, that was the sleep in day. That was <laughs> that was beautiful. We still need to get curtains for our room because we're still waking up like we woke up. We still woke up around six, but instead of you know, having to get up and immediately start our days. We both lied in bed for an hour and just were like, oh, just lying in bed is nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no. So that that was how, that was how it, we slept in on, on Monday. But 
So we went to Bed Bath & Beyond. We bought a whole bunch of crap because we're at the point now, now that stores are open, we can buy things for the house. Sure. So we went and we, we basically went to Bed Bath & Beyond to buy these curtains. And that was really all we went there for. And wouldn't you know it, like we've come to this this theory now that if you go to any store, because the stores are starting to reopen with, with COVID restrictions being uh, rolled back, if you go to any store now, you can find something that people are trying to get rid of. Okay. Oh, like a clearance kind of thing. Yes, because they have so many of whatever this thing is. Mm-hmm. And we went to Bed Bath & Beyond, and they had sets of hangers. That are normally like twenty dollars for two ninety nine. Oh, nice! Yeah, so we stocked up because we just moved to a new house. We need mm-hmm. hangers because our our current situation, our old house, we had a big wardrobe unit full of drawers that had all our clothes in it. We don't have anything like that here. We have a closet, a walk in closet, and on the floor of the walk in bu- closet is several boxes full of things that we ran out of hangers for. So right. we stocked up. We bought like seven or eight of these bundles of like 15 hangers. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So we're set. So we're set for a while. Yeah. It was really funny. They had this like shopping cart full of hangers. <laughs> we bought some pillows. Like I needed a new pillow because I sleep on one of those triangle pillows because of like acid reflux. Right. And, and the one that I've had, I've had since I bought it. So it's gotten a little gross. So it was yeah. like, okay, well, we, we could get a, I think we could splurge and get a pillow that's not stained yellow by my sweat. Mm-hmm. And so we got that we treated myself yes of course but the one thing that was really funny is after that we went to to home depot because we were going we were going to go to urban barn i don't know if you know familiar with urban barn but it's like a decorative place and, and okay. we were getting these coat hooks that that they sell and it just so happened that after we were at bed bath and beyond and we were going to go to urban barn we didn't have anywhere else we were going to go but looking at the time we needed to kill time we urban barn opened at 11 we were done at, at bed bath and beyond by 10 30 so we had mm-hmm. time to kill so laura's like you know what i need to go get some plants like some some feed like a dirt bag of dirt from the garden center and so we go to we go to home depot and while we're there i go in and i look at something because i'm like you know what i've been researching doing smart lights for the basement i'm gonna go and look and see what they have and just kind of do some research and then I look and I see what they have. And I'm like, okay, this is the brand that I've been looking at. It's good to know that they have it. And I walk back to Laura. And now Laura's now got like 15 plants because Laura is, is gone crazy. I don't know if you know. In the in the quarantine, it went bread making was the first thing. It was right. the lockdown thing. And I believe the current lockdown thing is house plants. <laughs> okay. And I'm not even kidding. Laura has an app where she tracks them all. And it tells her what day she needs to water what plant, et cetera, et cetera. I, I said to her, I'm like, how many of these plants you got? She's like, 18. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, nice. only a couple, only a couple. One of them is enormous and is towering over our bathtub at this point. She just kind of put it in our, in our bathroom. But anyway, so we were at Home Depot. She's buying all the stuff. And I'm just sitting there waiting. And I'm like, you know what? I've done my research. I'm going to buy all that smart light crap. Yeah. And I go back. And, and the other thing, too, I forgot to mention this, is we took William with us because we're like, you know, sooner or later, we're going to have to start taking him to, to stores and he's going to have to learn how to behave in stores. Mm-hmm. So he's in there in the Home Depot. He did great in Bed Bath & Beyond. He was really good in Bed Bath & Beyond. So we're at Home Depot and he was with her while I was in in the store. And then when I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go buy those. And she's like, well, can you take him with you so that I can get all these plant things that I'm buying? Because she bought like three more plants. Sure. Because I'm married to a lunatic. But uh, <laughs> so I take I take William and we we go inside and it was just so funny. On the way into the Home Depot, we found steak spice because there's like all the barbecue section in the right. In the okay, side. yes. They yeah. had a steak spice that I used to get all the time and I haven't seen it to buy it in years and i'm like oh great like i want this spice so i'll grab the spice while i'm at it so i grab it and william's like he wants to know what this is so i just give it to him and he starts shaking it and tr- and then as we're walking around through the store i realize he's trying to open it and like dump it on the <laughs> right floor. right so luckily he couldn't get past the safety seal but he like he got the lid off and everything and then i ended up grabbing all the stuff and bringing it to the front to pay for it 
this was the first this was the first for me was i had my card in the debit machine and, I, and i'm waiting for the, the the card to go through and he just reaches up and pulls it right out <laughs> and he's like here you go daddy and i'm like thanks buddy. yeah helpful yeah <laughs> very very helpful so we had to we had to recomplete the uh the the transaction but so we we were there we were at, at home depot for a place that we weren't planning on going we were there longer than we were anywhere else mm-hmm. and urban barn when we went to urban barn we were kind of at the point now where, where william was done he was over going into stores and it was kind of the reaction we were expecting in the first place and he was getting really upset and kept trying to run into the storeroom and i'm like stop going into the storeroom <laughs> like he, i don't know what it was about the storeroom he was just so excited about going in the storeroom right but after that happened that we went into we went into the urban barn and the one woman there was like happy father's day and i'm like how could you tell you know because i have like this two-year-old running around grabbing every pillow he can yeah. And she turns to Laura and she goes, you dragged him here on Father's Day? And Laura's like, he likes shopping. And I'm like, I do. Not for this garbage. No. <laughs> <laughs> Take you to Best Buy and it's a different story. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we weren't, to be fair, we weren't an urban barn for me. We were, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I mean, I got my fun toys. I got my lights that I have to install at some point and I'm excited mm-hmm. to do so. Uh, I'll be doing it right here as well as behind me. And then it'll be like, hey, showtime and then it'll do like a nice light for you because only you get to see me when i'm doing the the podcast yeah that's right but i feel special and that's that's important that's the important thing yeah but that afternoon we went to my parents house and we we did a pool party with my brother and his kids Mm -hmm. and i don't know what it was about i don't know maybe it was the waking up at quarter to six or the running around and trying to keep track of that kid at the urban barn or what but i was exhausted by the time we got to my parents' house and and I was so tired and somebody's like, well, go lie down for five minutes. And I'm like, what what is that going to accomplish? And they're like, just go do it. So I go lie down an hour and a half later. I wake up. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) We, we were got, we ended up getting pizza for dinner from pizza pizza. And it was the funniest thing in the world because as I mentioned to you, it seems like everyone is trying to get rid of all their crap because we made our order. We ordered three pizzas wings and wedges and the guy's like do you want chips for the deal and the guy and my brother's like no i I don't really i don't really want the chips and he's like it's a dollar more if you don't get the chips and he's like okay well whatever then i'll take the chips yeah so i go with my brother i missed the entire phone call because i i was in the pool with william because william really he was like i want to go in the pool but he wouldn't go past the steps and he also wouldn't go past the steps if no one was with him kind of right. a thing. So like I had to be in the pool with him. So I missed that. And I got out and I went with my brother to go pick up the pizza. And we get there. And the guy's like, so Doritos okay? Or my brother, he's like, yeah, yeah, Doritos is fine. The guy proceeds to load 18 tiny bags of Doritos into plastic bags for us to take with. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what is this? We ordered three pizzas and they give us 18 bags of freaking Doritos. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm like, these Doritos must be expiring in like a month or something. Like that, yeah. that's the only thing I could think of, of why they'd be like, here, take this many Doritos. <laughs> well, what's the serving size on the pizza? Maybe it's like one bag for every serving or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what it was, that's, but it that's was, crazy. Yeah. But the guy's like, he's like 18 bags. Right. And I was just like, what, what? <laughs> 18. <laughs> and then, yeah, they just loaded up 18 bags of Doritos. It was very weird. But I was excited because I was going to get extra Doritos, and then I forgot them there. Oh, Mike! So, I know. I what, what, what flavor were they? Just regular? Just regular. It was either regular Doritos or plain Lay's, and it was like, well, oh, Doritos yeah. it is. And then after we got in the car, he turns to me and he's like, "We could have got half and half." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, it probably <laughs> would have been better than 18 bags of Doritos." Yeah. But yeah, oh well. What, what what can you do? Pizza was good, and everybody seemed to have a really good time. William had a great time. He really loves seeing his cousins. Now that we're we're close by, we see them a lot more. They're actually going to come by on the on the weekend, and he he won't shut up. He will not shut up about it. He's like, oh, William is always like cousins' new house, cousins' new house, or or cousins' pool, cousins' pool, cousins' right. park, cousins' park, because we see them at the park now. We sure, yeah. Park. That was another fun thing from this weekend. Is I took William to the splash pad 
And I'm like, William, do you want to go to the splash pad? And he was super excited to go to the splash pad. And it took 40 minutes to get him to go to the splash pad, like to get him ready to go from like getting him dressed and into his stroller and out the door and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And the splash pad is like five minutes up the road, like not even. Okay. We we got to the splash pad. We took one really nice picture because he was like over at one of the uh, one of the splash things. And then he ran to the side to the stroller. And he's like, cookies now. And I'm like, we don't have any cookies, buddy. And then he's like, go home. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> we spent 40 minutes getting here. You were in yeah. the water for 10 seconds. And he's like, go home. Yeah, he wants those cookies. And he, he wants, wants you to go cookies. home to get those cookies. Yeah. yeah, well, it was just me and him because mom was, at, was working. So yeah. we had to go home, which was just kind of like, what a waste of time. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's usually when I tell Ben, no, <laughs> no you're going to stay here. You're going to have fun. That's right. Well, he got back in the stroller. Like, that's the thing. Like, William is in, he's he's still doing, like, he's still in independent mode. Okay. But now he's all about, like, do it myself mode. Like, he'll okay, literally yeah. be like, do it myself. Like, he'll say that and then he'll mm-hmm. do something, which is which is really interesting. Like, because he'll, he'll get into his car seat now on his own. Like right. we still have to latch him up and everything, but he's like, do it myself. And he gets in. The, he's like Thanos at the end of that Avengers movie. where It's <laughs> like, I'll do it myself, you know? But yeah, no. So that's, that's something that he's been up to a lot lately and uh, singing, singing. He's singing like crazy. And, and I don't know if this is a thing that other kids do or like if it's a thing that they did at daycare or what, but William really likes to sing itsy bitsy spider. Right. Okay. Like, what, what's what's new about Itsy Bitsy Spider? Nothing, right? He has started to go big, big spider and then sing the song. And it's exactly the same, except big, big instead of Itsy Bitsy. But he also is like, big, big spider. Like, that's how he sings it. Like, he lowers his voice as deep as he can. Right, right. Which is just really funny that he does that. So I don't know if he just came up with that on his own or if somebody else like said that to him or or what but that's his new thing is he sings itsy bitsy spider and then he starts singing big big spider (laughs) (laughs) must be like a daycare thing because that's that's how ben does it too but i mean i'll always do it's like oh tiny this or like big like that's how you always describe it so he'll do the exact same thing back at you but yeah i i also enjoyed too is he was with his mother He's like, sing elephant song. And she's like, what's the elephant song? And he goes, Burr! That was, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the song. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the chart topper right there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that one came from. He's also yeah. like super obsessed with Baby Beluga. Like super obsessed with Baby oh, Beluga. I don't know what that is. You don't know that one? It's Raffy. Oh no, we don't. We don't listen to that. <laughs> we don't listen to Raffy in yeah, this house. None of, none of this house. No, we just <laughs> we just never have listened to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Raffy, that song is forty years old, man. You didn't listen to it when you were a kid. <laughs> no, no, I grew up in Saskatchewan, Mike. It was a different place. You know? Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know thirty years ago, and then it's like twenty years behind the times as it is, right? So it's like fifty years ago. Predates right. Raffy. Right. Well. How's uh, everything else going over there? How's things with Wes? Good, good. Wes has started little baby laughs now. You know, like not like the big like, you know, belly laughs or whatever, but like the little baby giggles. He's doing Mm -hmm. that. He thinks Ben is very funny. Ben can kind of do anything and he always does a little giggle thing to that, which is very cute. But that's really all he's been doing. You know, he's a baby doing baby things. We took Ben to the Lime Ridge Dinosaur drive-thru. Yes, yes. I, I don't know if you guys have gone yet, but it basically it was supposed to be this, you know, look and feel dinosaur thing, and they were supposed to have, you know, what's it called? Like the air bounces? No. Oh, like bouncy castles? Bouncy castles, yes. There you go. I don't know what I was thinking. They were supposed to have a bunch of that. It's supposed to be like just this big kid party, and they had like animals, like cows and camels and all that type of crap. But of course, you know, COVID, you can't do any of that. So what they've changed it is into like a drive-through thing instead. So you kind of drive through the first part, and it's just the animals, and then they've got like a random bouncy castle here and there. Like you drive by these closed bouncy castles, I guess for like <laughs> decoration or something. And then you know we can keep going another couple of animals, and then there's like you know the uh, like merry-go-round of the horses, but it's just the horses kind of like lining each side of the road. 
It's like, it's like, are you taunting the kids? I'm not sure what's going <laughs> on here. <laughs> but then again, you, you get into the dinosaur, which is like the meat and potatoes part of it. And they're all kind of, they're like a combination of blow up, like blow up air dinosaurs, like the big 30 foot ones you'd see on the top of a building. Or like a used car dealership. Yeah, yeah. So they got a couple of those. And then they've got ones, you know, like the animatronics ones, like where the wings will flap or the mouth opens and closes and whatever. Wait, wait, what dinosaurs? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, I'm like, what dinosaurs have wings? The ones with wings, stupid. <laughs> Aren't you a dinosaur <laughs> fanboy, Mike? <laughs> I, I, I am, yeah. Wait, you, no. you should go because they have little uh, guides that tell you all about the dinosaurs. But uh, And then I can freak out about how wrong they are. Oh, God, it was brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so it was all through this stuff. And it was, I mean, I thought it was kind of lame. Ben was into it. You could tell he was getting a little scared because they'd have speakers and stuff near some of the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'd be big, scary roars or whatever you want to call dinosaur noises. But he'd say, oh, no, I'm not scared. Like, leave the windows down and whatever. And then it was starting to rain a little bit. So I just kind of ran the wipers uh, just, just to kind of clean the window. Yeah. And they chattered. And you've never seen a little boy jump as fast as, <laughs> as he did, just terrified of the windshield wipers. <laughs> so he's had a good laugh over that. But nice. uh, anyway, I mean, I guess it's the best of a bad situation. But, you know, I, I think it took us maybe 10 minutes to drive through it. Like, it didn't take very long. Maybe, maybe 15. He seemed to enjoy it. And then we went to Toys R Us afterwards and just sort of shopped around we didn't buy anything but you know let's just see what's out there right that's what kids like to do they like to go shopping mm-hmm. and then the only real ben story we have aside from that is ben got called on by another kid uh, so you remember like when you were younger you'd go to your neighbor's house and knock on the door or whatever yeah yeah so our neighbors across the street came and talked to tiff and it's like where's benny can benny come out and play and i was like oh, oh he's a boy like a, he's like a kid now you know he's got little street friends and everything so that's that mean that's scary but uh, yeah well he can stay out until the lights the street lights come on and then he can go home that's how it used yeah. to be right that's more or less what our rule was yeah, yeah <laughs> just yeah. tell your mom where you're going and then you can be there as long as you wanted as long as you're back before dinner yeah mm-hmm. but i don't think that's the case anymore so no i'm pretty sure it's not i think now if uh you know, you let your kid outside without a helmet on, even though they're just going for a walk. It's, it's the end of the world. At least you're, <laughs> you're a terrible parent and children's services called and yeah, fun stuff. But I think I think it's going to be good. Like we counted our street has, I think, 17 kids all oh, wow. under the age of like eight. You know that there's a lot in our streets. Not that big. You know how many houses are on there is like maybe maybe 10 to 15. So I think he's going to have a lot of fun this summer once kind of people relax a little bit you know there's a few people who have obviously relaxed and we're kind of one of them but it'll be good do you you guys have lots of kids in your new neighborhood do you know yet we've seen a few like i've seen there is a kid that's about william's age his name's mateo and he lives up the street and william met him but we haven't seen him very much and then there's all mateo has a sister it was really funny because we met the family and this was while william was at his grandparents so we were we were walking by the family and we introduced ourselves and we said, you know, like we have a, a two-year-old boy as well. And uh, the dad looks at me and he's like, uh, do you got a four-year-old girl as well? And I'm like, I will get on my time machine and I'll get on that for you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that seemed to, to win everybody over. But there's also at least, at least one other house that I know of that has kids, but they're much older. One of them is actually like graduated grade eight this year. Oh, you know, okay. so, yeah, yeah. so definitely William ain't going to be hanging out with her, but, <laughs> but the, she's got a younger brother still, still much older than William, but I don't know. I don't know if there's any other kids. At least I haven't seen any other kids. Yeah. You've only been there for a couple of weeks now, I'm sure. Give yeah. us some time when people start coming out of their homes a little bit more. Yeah. Like I know there was a, there was a kid in a house up from us, but that family moved out because that was the other house in this, in this complex that we right. looked at when we were searching for houses. So I know that that family also moved out. So William's probably not going to be spending too much time with that family. <laughs> <That's for sure. laughs> no, that's prob- probably not right. No, yeah. no. But but anyway, hey, how about we start talking about some things that happened in the world? And sure. I mean, last week we were talking about E3 and E3 continued the day after that we we did our show. So there was more to come. And it was actually one of the big guns. It was Nintendo. 
Nintendo did their E3 showing. And Chris, do you, do you want to think that, that Nintendo fans thought that Nintendo won E3 by fact that they had a showing? <laughs> yes, I would love to know. Yes, yes. They, they, they think so. They think so. There was some interesting stuff. I watched it live. Okay. It's so funny because the thing that was to me was like the oh my God thing was probably the thing that most people were like, really? Like really ang- kind of angry about. There's a new fighter in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and it is Kazuya from Tekken. And I'm over the moon because Kazuya <laughs> is my favorite Tekken character. <laughs> he's my favorite. He's my main. He's my main in Tekken. Uh, and oh, they added okay. him. They added him into Smash Brothers. And everybody, I, I just saw all the people were like, why? <laughs> you know, like, why couldn't they put like, like the Doom guy? Because people can, there's a big, a big contingent of people who wanted it to be the Doom guy, and I, I, I feel like it's not going to be the Doom guy at, at 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 any of these reveals. But but yeah, so Kazuya was revealed from Tekken. But stuff that was big that people cared about, they announced a new Metroid game. Oh, and it's, okay. It's, it's not the Metroid game that they previously announced, which was really like what. So they actually came out and they're like, hey, everybody, we know you're excited for Metroid Prime 4 because they announced that like three years ago, Metroid Mm -hmm. Prime 4. And they're like, we know you're excited for that. But this isn't that. This is something else entirely. And it's it's Metroid 5, which to 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 someone who's a little uneducated in Metroid series, you might be be like, wait, they just said four is not ready and five is coming out. Mm hmm different series of games so oh, okay. okay metroid prime is its own series of games and metroid is its own series of games this is metroid 5 and metroid prime 4 is in a different series does that make sense it does make sense yeah now is metroid like when i think of popular nintendo franchises i'm thinking of like you know mario obviously zelda maybe even Star Fox. you know obviously smash brothers now is its own kind of thing Metroid is so far down the list for me. Does it yeah. have a big enough fan base to, you know, warrant two games coming out? Or are they just hoping to create a fan base from it? It's it's interesting because if you listen to the people who are Metroid fans, you would say that, yes, there is a big enough following mm-hmm. for them to do this. But if you look at the sales numbers of Metroid games, no. <laughs> no, yeah, that's Not, what I was going to say. Like, I, you know, you go to your friend's house and they all have the other ones, but no one has any Metroid games. I have one friend who likes Metroid and that's it, right? Like, I don't know I where ha- you stand. Maybe I have two if you like it. But so. I don't I don't dislike Metroid. I have yeah. two Metroid, possibly three. I have three Metroid games. I have yeah. the original Metroid on NES. I have Super Metroid for SNES, which is mm-hmm. the best one. Everyone will tell you it's the best one. I've never actually played it. I just bought it <laughs> because I heard it was really good and never got around to it. Right. Anyway, and I also have Metroid 2, which is a Game Boy game. So, so I have okay. three Metroid games. The gotcha. first three Metroid games. All right, then. So not Die Hard. What? Not Die Hard fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the Metroid people were, were happy to, to see that there's a new Metroid. But I don't know if you've seen... I mean, obviously, you didn't know about the game you seemed very like oh wow when i mentioned it so you probably haven't heard the controversy about it no i have not i'll be honest i did not watch any of the nintendo stuff because i don't okay. have nintendo mike it makes sense that you wouldn't well i mean you do have nintendo you just have the old one that nobody cares about anymore. <laughs> that's true <laughs> it's in the basement in a box yeah but um basically metroid dread is a 2d side-scrolling game like the old metroid games used to be mm-hmm it's not, you know, 3D crazy action game. Like, it, it's not Breath of the Wild, you know? Like, that, it right, doesn't look like right. that, right? People are up in arms that, that aren't Metroid fans are like, how is this a full-priced game? This should be $2.99. Because it's 2D? Because it's this 2D-looking game. Oh, my God. Yeah, people are, are furious about this. I, I have seen so many discussions with people who are like, are you serious that you don't think Metroid should be a full price game? Like, what is wrong with you? And they're like, this is a baby game. It should be, it should be free with DLC packs. Like, uh, you know, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. No one wants that. No one wants that. But yeah, that's the controversy that has Plus, arisen around Metroid Dread. 
That's so stupid. Just because it's 2D doesn't mean it's a bad game. Some of my favorite games I've played in the last five years have been 2D games mm-hmm. or like two and a half D or whatever you want to describe it as. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess in this case it's a 2.5D because it's two point yeah. a two a 2D game is pixels usually, and a two and a half 2.5D is usually a a side scrolling game, but it's done with 3D characters. Correct. Yeah, I, I've heard I've heard that description, and I've also heard two and a half D to describe a game like the original Doom, you know, where it's like a three D world, but everybody looking at you is just this flat 2D. panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I've I've heard both descriptions. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that was announced. They also announced a new WarioWare game, which the people who were really happy about that that are big WarioWare fans. I, I've never played a Wario game. WarioWare game. I. A WarioWare game, so I wouldn't know any better. There's a Mario Party Superstars game, which is like the best of Mario Party, but like not really. So you just pick a bunch of random Mario Parties and said these are the best ones. <laughs> sort of. It's it's five game boards, not even five games, five game boards from previous Mario Party games, and then a hundred of the the most popular mini games from previous Mario Party games. Oh, okay. So it's sort of t- it's like cherry picking a yeah. bunch of stuff. Okay. And, well, that's not awful. I it's guess. not. It's not. Yeah. But I, I feel like more people were people were expecting more when from that announcement. And mm-hmm. I, it's it, it's it's Nintendo fans. Nintendo fans are, are going to be the biggest supporters of the Nintendo and also the biggest complainers about Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the real big thing was that at the end of the presentation, oh man, Nintendo is so good at like reading the room wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> so the end of the presentation happens and people are drooling for Breath of the Wild news like mm-hmm. because there's a sequel to Breath of the Wild coming and they announced it in 2019, I think. And they didn't talk about it at all last year. And, and so people are like, they got to talk about it now. They got to talk about it this time. And they at the end of the trailers, like at the end of the show, some guy comes out and he's like, we got one more thing to show you. And it starts showing this Zelda looking thing and people start freaking out. Like I see the chat, the live chat, and it's people like, oh, God, it's Breath of the Wild 2. It's Breath of the Wild 2. And it turns out it's an expansion for a different game that's Zelda themed. And people are like, what? What are you doing? Like, why? Why would you save? the breath of the wild looking thing instead of the actual breath of the wild thing. Yeah. Like, like, but I mean, you could still put that in there, but preface that it is not breath of the wild too, before you start showing it so that mm-hmm. people don't freak out and get angry before, after you show this other thing entirely. Cause that's what was happening. People were freaking out and they're like, also here's an HD remaster. We've already told you about, Nothing new there. It's we made no changes to this game. It's just right. coming out. Like they they basically I don't know if you know Skyward Sword, which was the Wii one, the yeah. Wii Zelda. They're basically just re-releasing it with no changes whatsoever. Like it might as well be an emulator. Oh, so they're not even like upscaling it at all? Well, they are. They 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 basically it's it's HD, which means right. that it's not 480p anymore. <laughs> right. It's, okay. And yeah. it can actually get up to 1080p or or or, yeah, to AP. But otherwise, they didn't do anything. Like they didn't make any quality of life changes because the controls are Wii controls, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, use the Joy Cons like Wii remotes, and people are like, why don't you just let me control it like a regular game? Like let me use a controller and play it. Stop yeah. it. And they actually did make one new feature, and people are mad because it's locked in behind an amiibo. You have to buy it to to get it, so you have to pay extra for this feature. And it's literally fast travel because there's like a fast travel. There's in the game is cloud world. Like there's like your home base and then there's the the ground and the amiibo gives you the ability to fast travel between your base and the cloud and the home world. And it's apparently a lot more of a pain in the ass in the regular game. And they're like, that would have made everybody's life so much easier. And you locked it behind a paid thing. Yeah, that's just a dick move. Yeah. And then they announced a Legend of Zelda Game and Watch which looked exactly just like the Mario game and watch that they did. Cause it's the 35th anniversary of Zelda. 
Right. And then it's, they did the exact same thing that they did for the 35th anniversary of Mario. They're just like, hey, look, we made a Game & Watch for Mario. They're, oh, no, nope, now we have a Game & Watch for Zelda. And it, people were like, please don't tell me that's it. Please don't tell me that's it. There was more. There was more. They actually had some Breath of the Wild 2 footage. And people were like, E3's been won. Nintendo did it. They saved the day. <laughs> Breath of the Wild is here. Right. Yeah. It's not even actually called Breath of the Wild 2. Apparently, it has a name that is so secret that they refuse to tell anyone because it is a big spoiler for the plot, oh. whatever, the, whatever the name is. Right. Okay. Okay. So what does that mean? Does that mean the game is never going to get a name? It's called Breath <laughs> of the Wild 2, if the yeah, name's a spoiler. I don't know. Yeah, just don't leave off the semicolon part, you know? Like, I, I don't know. That's so dumb. Yeah, but I mean, it looked it looked pretty good, but I mean, I never played the first Breath of the Wild, and no, I know a lot of people are like, Breath of the Wild's greatest game of all time, and I'm like, you know what? I haven't played it, so... <laughs> yeah, because I, I know when the Switch first came out, it was pretty much the only reason to buy a Switch. Yeah. Like, for the first at least few months, right? Before kind of the rest of the games caught up. Because mm-hmm. I think most of them were just uh, Wii U ports, weren't they? Like, Mario Kart was just Mario Kart 8. It just upgraded graphics or something like that. So. I mean, to be fair, you can play Breath of the Wild on Wii U as well. Can you? Yeah, they, it was a dual release. They released it on both. Oh, at the same well, time. We, have to, we have to dust her off and go play it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> With the, like, 15 minutes a day I have for free time. <laughs> of course, of course. Is that, You know what? It's just so funny today, too. I was actually thinking exactly about what you were talking about, where it was like, you know what? I feel like I should dust off an old hobby. Because I was like, you know what, I I don't I haven't been drawing as much as I used to. Yeah. And then it just sort of hit me and I'm like, I don't have time to do the stuff that I'm already doing. Mm-hmm. Why do I think I'll have time to add another thing to that pile? <laughs> no, exactly. Why? It's so funny. Like when you have one kid, it's kind of you come, you fall in that routine. You got some time after they go to sleep and stuff. Now that I have two, I don't have time. And even if I did have time, I'm so tired. Kind of like what you were saying earlier. It's like, I want to play games, but I can barely keep my eyes open right now. <laughs> you know, the worst thing I could do would be sit down and play Rocket League or something because I'm going to wake myself up just to try to go to bed again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that kind of goes away in a bit. But yeah, when they're it's 18, tough. Like, when they're 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And my crippling arthritis stops me from playing games. It's like well, that, that that clip where it's like the Twilight Zone with all yeah, the Yeah, the guy breaks his glasses and he's yeah. in the library or something. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yep, yep. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. But hey, you know, I know that something that you do get to do is every so often is spend some time on your computer. And what better way to spend time on your computer is than trying out the brand new Windows 11, which recently leaked. That's right, it did, which is uh, an insider build leaked, which is actually quite surprising for Windows stuff, believe it or not. But uh, apparently, they're going to release a lot more information about it at the end of July, I believe. Mm-hmm. But the insider build has leaked, and it's really it's brought a lot of questions because when Windows 10 first came out, it was pronounced to be the the last Windows. You know, you, you're never going to have Windows 11, Windows 12, Windows 13. It's just going to be Windows from here on out. And you'll get kind of your incremental updates going forward. And then Microsoft posted on their website that Windows 10 support is ending in 2025. And you better get Windows 11. Mm. And everybody's just like, what the f*** is going on? You know, like, I, I thought you promised this. And instead, you're giving us this other thing. So yeah. I'm sure they'll provide a little bit more insight. I, I know the rumor mill right now is... The Windows 11 switch will just be free. Yeah. You know, kind of like how Windows 7 to Windows 10 was free for a while. There they are saying that, you know, maybe that's going to be the case going forward. Kind of like how Mac does it, right? With their iterations every single year. They just release it for free and whatever. So we'll see. There's been some screenshots and stuff, Mike. And it looks uh, the same, yet substantially different. They've definitely seems to have taken a lot of pages from Mac OS, like that kind of round edges and sort of pop up windows and, you know, very user positive experience. So 
I can hardly wait to hear all the complaining about how, oh, where's, where's the start menu? Why is it in the middle now instead of on the side? And blah, 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 blah. And then we'll see Microsoft backtrack, I'm sure, in no time. But from the from what I can tell is they're really trying to push sort of that unified touch experience and mouse and keyboard experience altogether. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I mean, you've got the Surface. I, I know trying to use Windows 10 desktop mode with your finger is okay, but it ain't great, right? And this sort of looks like it's addressing it. Other things that have kind of leaked out, apparently it's much faster, like it runs a lot better. But some people are also saying that that could just be because it's a really stripped down version of Windows, so there's not that much to run. But, you know, we'll we'll see. But yeah, so I I am intrigued. Obviously, it's a big part of my job to keep on top of this kind of stuff. But Hey, if it means better performance and everything, I'm I'm all for it. Windows 10, in my opinion, is the best one. So this doesn't seem to be a sort of Windows Vista style release, which is just going to be an absolute shit show. So right. I'm hoping it's a good one. Although, you know, the Windows experience is every other release is good. You know, XP good, Vista bad, 7 good, 8 bad, 10 good. So we'll see. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. So do we do, what do you, you're going to have to give us your prep or professional recommendation when the time comes. Do we upgrade or do we stay back? I absolutely. I absolutely will, Mike. I, I get insider releases, too. So when they start releasing it, I'll install it on something, Mike, and I'll let you know. Yeah, good. And yeah, then, hear it here first. <laughs> the nerdiest <laughs> episode we will ever do, I'm sure. Yeah, the one where you're going through the minute details of. Yeah. of uh, well, here's the yeah. question. Here's the real question. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Dark mode. See, I, I don't love dark mode. But does it have dark mode? Well, Windows 10 has dark mode. Mike, come on, get on top of this. Hey, you never know. People, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be the first time that a tech company removed a feature That's in true. a new update. It, that is a very solid point, Mike. I am assuming it has dark mode, but uh, do you like dark mode? Like, I, I like dark mode if it's grays, you know, so like a dark gray and light gray. Dark mode where it's just straight on black with white text. I don't know about you, but it messes with my eyes so badly. Like, it gives me instant headaches and I can't focus on stuff on the screen. Really? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I don't know why. So I oftentimes leave it on light mode for everything, but oh, okay. it just depends on, on the implementation. I like dark mode because it's black like my heart. Uh, yeah, there you go, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to use that night shift. I do like night shift. That's that's a favorite of mine. What's, what is that one? It's called... Uh, what's it called on Windows? Uh, hold on. Let me just look really quick. Night light on Windows, but it's called night shift on your phone and on Mac OS. And basically what it does is it removes the blues from your screen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, a lot my, of, I think all the cell phone, like Android and iOS do it. I yeah. Think mine, box, my, on yeah. mine, it's just called night or night mode or reading mode. Yeah. I think to, yeah. I think it used to be called night mode and then they changed it to reading mode. Yeah. Whatever they call it. But it actually is. If you've never used it, it's very good. Like it actually does. Well, at least for me, it made a lot less strain on my eyes and stuff at night. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't keep you awake as often, like as as much, because that's the whole idea is that the blue light is like triggers something in your brain and it keeps you up. But whereas like the classic red light or whatever, or orange, I don't know how you want to call it. The warm colors don't do that. And it lets mm-hmm. you go to sleep right afterwards. Well, so you can continue it. your awfully bad habit of checking your phone minutes before you go to sleep. <laughs> and then first thing in the morning as well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Fun times. You want to talk about one more thing, Mike? Sure. Let's, let's talk about one more thing. Steven Spielberg's coming to Netflix. What? I thought he was already there. I watched Jurassic Park there once. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on Netflix? Uh, it was. It's not. No, I don't think it's on there point. right now. Okay. Gonna... Yeah. Anyway, the whole thing is it's it's not him necessarily. It's his production company, Amblin. Yes. You know, as, as seen before, E.T. and all of his movies and everything like that. Yeah, they've signed a multi, multi-movie multi deal with them. They do have some stuff up there already, like The Trial of Chicago 7. I don't know if you watched that. It was really good. Uh, I haven't that seen was, it, no. Yeah, it was really good. If you're into like sort of political movies, uh, it, it's very entertaining. But it's, it's funny because Spielberg is very against Netflix, or at least used to be very against Netflix. Like He was one of the people who was calling to reject Netflix movies from like the Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. Stuff. 
Yeah, he was part of that. Like, where streaming services are not like legitimate theater or whatever you want to describe it as. Maybe he just hated Jeff Bezos. Bezos, you know? maybe. Yeah, well, Amazon, right? Amazon has streaming movies too. Oh, I suppose that's true. Yeah, yeah. He's just taking it out on everybody. Yeah. Scorched Earth, salty <laughs> Earth. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, there you go. Yeah. So it's funny to see him turn around. I'm sure the number of zeros on the end of this deal are substantial, <laughs> which Probably. can turn around anybody's opinion. This is uh, true. But I'm I'm hoping we get some actual like Spielberg like directed stuff. That would be pretty awesome. I. I I'm a big Spielberg fan as far as his directing goes. And I know obviously Mike, you are because you love Jurassic Park and he did that and whatever. It's my and favorite movie of all time, which was right. recently been, featured on an episode of burnt popcorn. I was my just going to say it, Mike. I listened to the <laughs> two of them back to back. Yeah, that was but, a fun one when we did both Jurassic Park and lost world back to back. That was good. Yeah, that's right. I had some critique that I've long since forgotten because I listened to it weeks ago. I think, oh, it was, uh, let's, let's talk about burn popcorn for a second. Mike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the description of a photojournalist. I, I believe it was described that a photojournalist must have like a super fancy camera to be a photojournalist. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and I don't, I think you were under the impression that as long as you got a camera, you count as a photojournalist. And I think you're right, Mike. I think yeah, that's see, all it takes. Exactly. You, just need, you just need to be able to take a photo of the thing that you are reporting on. That's all it is, right? Yeah, it does. The super fancy camera is not required. No, that's right. Ask any yeah. filmmaker. They'll tell you, what do you need to start making movies? Your phone. That's all you need. Just yeah. make the movie. That's right. And then you can sell it to Netflix. And, and with the adaptation with, rates. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then they'll bust out that 4K red, you know, or whatever, 8K red camera. And yeah, they can do what they want. But yeah, for sure. For sure. So there you go. Yeah strange crossover at the end of this episode (laughs) (laughs) there you go (laughs) you know the funny thing is is i'm pretty sure in the most recent episode we recorded a bird popcorn i made a call out to part-time nurse full-time dad and 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 lord made a comment about well there you go chris will have something to talk about if he listens and i'm like i don't think he listens (laughs) (laughs) he'll never hear this no so but I did. Well, I haven't heard that one yet. But I do. I do listen. I just. I just. I'm, I'm picky with the movies I listen to. If it's a movie that I don't care about, I don't listen, Mike. I'm, I'm sorry. That's so. There you go. So maybe you won't hear that call out. Well, what on. movie is it? Well, I can't give that away. Oh, son we, of a bitch! We don't give away the schedule in advance. It's a surprise oh, okay. at the end. Of the well, you can tell me after the fact. Oh, okay. Well, how about I do that then? <laughs> a little inside baseball, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I I, I don't know if uh, if you had anything more to say about that Netflix thing that hasn't already been said. But if that's that the case, then I think that we'll do it for this week's episode of Bird, Part. I almost said Bird Popcorn. Part time yeah. nerds, full time dads. Well, you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part Time Nerds. Dimedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to that ads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most ner- certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Soon.